Welcome to the Cultivating Business Growth Podcast, bringing you weekly discussions designed to help you grow your business and create the lifestyle you desire. Elevate your business with proven strategies from CPAs and business advisors. We discuss real-world challenges solved with actionable steps that get you real results, both in business and building the life you desire. Thank you for tuning in to episode number 67 of the Cultivating Business Growth Podcast, brought to you by PJS and CoCPAs. I'm your host, Megan Spicer. We mentioned the importance of quarterly meetings with your CPA or virtual CFO in our last episode, number 66, where we talk about lessening the pain of tax time. So if you missed that episode, hop back and give that one a listen if you're feeling any pain this time of year. But we are covering what a quarterly meeting actually looks like in today's episode. So we are welcoming Katina Peters, partner of PJS and CoCPAs, CPA, CGMA, and virtual CFO to today's episode. Hi, Katina. Hi, Megan. I'm like, wow, first quarter already. Goodness. I know, right? <laughs> it's amazing how it goes. <laughs> Time flies when you're having fun. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> so... Thank you for joining us today to talk through what a quarterly meeting should look like with your CPA or virtual CFO, because I think if someone hasn't done that before, they may be wondering, you know, well, I meet with my CPA and give them all the information for tax prep and that's it. Like, what should I be doing? So I think it'll be good to talk through what that looks like, what to expect in, in something like this. Yeah, I mean, I think it's great to to go over that information because, you know, we're all continuing to learn and grow as we go through our business cycles, as we go, you know, on to the next level for our businesses. So I think the first thing we want to do, and, and we'll go over a little bit more of a specific, I guess, agenda, so to speak, in a minute here. But, but the first thing we want to look at is what we did during our planning for the year. So hopefully um, at the beginning here, and we go back a few episodes, we talked about planning for the year and and what that needed to look like in order for us to, you know, have a trajectory for where we're going, uh, both financially, budgets, etc., and also the goals we'd like to achieve. So we want to pull that out. And if if you haven't done that process yet, that's okay. You can still have that quarterly meeting. Um, a lot of the components are similar in the quarterly meeting. And then you just want to go ahead and go ahead and do that projection for the year and where you want to be and then back up into the quarter and you can do that second component there. You know, in doing that, so for our annual yearly planning, as you recall, we established, like I said, the goals, budgets, cash flow projections, and what we refer to as rocks. (laughs) And those rocks are, are kind of like mini milestone goals. So if we have larger goals for the year that we're trying to accomplish for the company, breaking that down into, okay, what's the first chunk of that goal? The first things that we can accomplish in order to really step into that goal, uh, make progress on that. So breaking that down into some smaller tasks, smaller jobs to accomplish during each quarter. So those are the rocks that we're talking about. So if you're here talking about rocks. That's what we're referring to. So we want to, you know, pull those back out. What did we say we were going to accomplish for our budgets, cash flow, as well as our rocks for the first quarter so that we can see where we're at. So if you're looking for more information about that year end planning, uh, that is episode number 60. 
if you want to hop back and, and give that one a listen, that's where we talk through all of the annual planning checklists that you should go through if you're interested for more information on that. Okay, great. Thanks, Megan. Yeah, I think it's good to kind of go back and reference that if you haven't listened to it so that you kind of have a feel for what we're talking about going into the quarterly end time. So now we're kind of, we'll talk a little bit more about basically what would look like an agenda for your quarterly checkup. (laughs) So what you want to be looking at is reviewing your financials for the quarter. How are they looking? Are they in alignment with where you'd like to be? Look at your budget versus actuals. How do those look? Are you on target? Are you not on target? Looking at each line item that is out of whack to see, you know, what's going on. Did we budget incorrectly? Maybe there was something that we didn't take into account when we initially did the budget. Or are we just not controlling our costs well enough? Maybe we, you know, need to put a policy in place for certain things. So so just analyzing that, opening discussion among your leadership team and with your advisor uh, with regards to each of those items so that you can, again, we're looking for ideas, looking for ways to move forward, looking for issues and problems, uh, which we'll get to the key issues in a minute. But like everything we've talked about before, it's a little bit circular. So you talk about stuff that points out issues, and then we're going to talk about issues later. So it's kind of back and forth a little bit on that. Um, But this is how we sometimes identify issues. Sometimes we just know what they are. Other times we look at the metrics and we look at the numbers and, and it points out where there are issues that maybe we didn't realize we had. And the reason that we're we're not discussing each issue as it arises during the financial review is to, to stay focused, right? Because the purpose of this agenda item is to review the financials. So that's why we kind of do this back and forth too, yes. so that we don't get too far into the weeds on one specific issue. And, you know, two hours later, we've only tackled this one thing. Yes, great. Great point for bringing that up because, yeah, you want to uh, have a, a minimal amount of conversation about the issue here. And maybe the issue is, gee, our our office supply budget was way less than we spent. We need to put that on a key issues list and revisit what's going on with that. And we're going to come back to that later in the meeting because you want your meetings to be effective. And if you go off in too many tangents of discussion during these meetings. They're going to take a lot longer. You're going to lose people's attention. It's going to get draining. <laughs> you want to, <laughs> yeah. you know, kind of get through that, put it on a list to discuss later in the meeting. And then and then you prioritize that list. Okay, what are the most important things we need to talk about first? So we make sure that we cover those. And then, you know, we'll go through the other items or maybe we'll hold them over to next quarter if they're really not as big an issue or what have you. So thank you for pointing that out. That's a good point. All right. So we talked reviewing financials, budgets versus actuals, looking at our cash plan versus where we are cash wise. So, you know, kind of lump that in with bu- budget versus actuals, but they can be separate because again, cash flow is not exactly the same as your budget. <laughs> so just to point that out. Also looking at your key performance indicators and the performance of those key performance indicators and where you're at with those. And I think Megan, you said we have an episode here that maybe could help them if they're not sure what those should be. Yeah, it was part of our strategic planning series that we kicked our podcast out with. We focused strictly on KPIs in episode number eight. So if you don't have KPIs set up for your business or you're interested in learning more about those, you can go back and reference that episode for more information. Thank you. Yeah. And I think, again, it's just, again, we're just looking at them. What did we expect? What did we get? 
and moving those issues down for discussion if they need to be discussed or, or just, again, just being aware of them, <laughs> even if they're on track, knowing where you stand. That's a good thing to celebrate those those wins as well. Okay, so then we're looking at the first quarter plan because, again, we're only in the first quarter this at this time versus what actually happened. Maybe when we're looking at our our plan now that we've had a quarter gone by we may want to revise that plan we may want to change a little bit what our plan was you know we thought we were going to go this direction but oh we figured out you know we're going to go a different direction so revisiting what our plan was from your end to remind ourselves where we're headed what we're trying to accomplish but then also making sure that that's still the direction we want to go in and we want to in, in all of these initial line items i guess on our agenda we want to be honest about everything, the positives and the negatives, what worked and what didn't work. Because we want to make sure we're celebrating the things that that did work and the things that went well. And we want to make sure that we're clearly identifying things that didn't work so that we can improve them. It's never an identification of things that didn't work to beat up on yourself or somebody else necessarily. Yes, we want to hold people accountable. So if we have an accountability issue, that can be addressed. And typically, again, that would be addressed not in this meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, we would recommend that, you know, whoever's the accountability partner, whoever's in charge of that, you know, kind of just take note of that, move it into a separate conversation with that individual if, if there's a concern about that uh, accountability. But we want to make sure that, you know, we're just being really open and honest, clearly communicating about these things that are going on. One thing we do recommend is, and I know, again, I like to, or I feel like I'm repeating myself a lot, (laughs) but we want to say, what are three good accomplishments that the company had this quarter? What are three good things that happened? And, you know, again, it kind of sounds cheesy sometimes, but if you don't, kind of force this onto the agenda, you don't tend to focus on it. And it's something that you really want to focus on. It really gets your motivation up. It gets your people's motivation up. And it's just important to look at those things. You know, we, again, we tend to focus on the negative. We want to fix the problems, which is not a bad thing, but we also want to look at what we have accomplished and how far we've come. Right. Okay. Then we're doing our rock review. So we're looking at what rocks did we take on that did we say that we were going to accomplish in the first quarter and we're going to see where we're at with that. Did we get them all done? Did we not get them done? Why, you know, why didn't it happen if it didn't happen? What roadblocks were in the way so that we can look at that? And typically a metric actually just revisited in traction myself that they say you want to be accomplishing approximately at least 80% on average of your rocks. Don't expect 100% perfection on that. That, you know, usually that means you're not reaching enough, right? If it was easy to get through all your rocks, you probably need bigger rocks <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> to be moving. So, but, you know, if, if you're finding that uh, you're not getting to that 80%, then, you know, we maybe we have some major roadblocks in the way. Maybe we're overreaching. We're being too unrealistic about what we can actually accomplish. And we want to make sure that, you know, we just get a feel for that. And I think that's, uh, in in my experience, many people overreach initially. <laughs> yeah, I think it even says that in the book that a yeah, lot of people in that first quarter, especially, shoot mm-hmm. way too high because you think you can get, oh, I can get all that done. Yeah, no, <laughs> no problem. Three months, no big deal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I think it does say that as well in the book. So again, it's, it's normal. So just, you know, keep that in mind, but uh, that's kind of what you want to look at. And when it's, you know, it's for yourself, but all your team members too. So they, you know, they should be in that same 
scenario and, and working through this. And as you continue to use this methodology, that will you'll continue to get better about estimating what you can actually accomplish and making sure. And that also will help you look at what maybe you should be delegating, <laughs> you know, too. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, these things really need to happen. Who else can we bring in? Do we need to hire somebody? You know, this stuff's not happening that needs to happen. And, uh, you know, it's not somebody not being accountable. It's not other roadblocks that we can move. What else can we do to accomplish this? What's best for the business? Now we're to our key issues list, which we talked a little bit about before. So this is where we're kind of compiling all the issues that we have together, whether they were brought up earlier in the agenda, or maybe this is something that we're thinking of, you know, as we're getting prepared for the quarterly meeting, things that are problems. So, you know, we compile that in a list, we put it in order of priority, and then we go into a discussion phase of these things. Okay, what first of all, we want, we want, what we want to do is that we have identified the key issue. We really want to get to the root of the issue. Like, what really is the issue? Because a lot of times the initial issue is a surface level result, a surface level you know, thing that's going on, but it may not be the root of the issue. So we want to make sure we have enough discussion to get to the root of the issue. So, cause we really want to fix the root of the problem, not just the symptom, right? We don't want to just treat the symptom of the problem. We want to get to the root of the problem. So we need to do a little peeling away of the onion sometimes to get to what is really lying beneath that. Okay. And then in discussions about, okay, this is the issue we've got to the root of the problem. What now, what, do, how do we resolve that problem? What are some steps we can take? Um, and, ultimately what comes out of this key issues list and this conversation is generally our new, some new rocks, right? Okay. We've got these issues. These are the steps we need to take to resolve these issues, to clear up the problems. Maybe those are bigger, maybe those are smaller, depending on the circumstance and, and what the root of the problem was, but that's what we're going on with there. Okay. And this is key issues for the company first and then rocks for the company. We're not doing individual issues or rocks. This is in general so that you can prioritize prioritize for your entire organization. Correct. Right. So if you do you know, invest some time in looking at traction, he does talk about the, I've got animals racing around behind me. <laughs> I'm trying, trying, like, trying not to get run over. Um, so uh, they're they're upset because it's cold outside and they want to go out. <laughs> it's too cold, so they keep coming back in. So they're racing around in here instead. Uh, but anyway, so if you look at traction, he talks about rocks for the company and then rocks for each individual person. So, so the major rocks for the company that get either assigned down to an individual or broken into pieces to different individuals. And then each individual has their own rocks to be responsible for. So that's what Megan's referring to there. So at this point, yeah, we're talking about the company level rocks first and then going into the next phase, the next line item of our agenda to assigning those out as well as looking at other just individual rocks, maybe major projects or something that somebody's taking on. Because again, we need to take all that into account when we're assigning out rocks so that we're not overreaching. We're not, you know, putting too much on any one individual. Perfect. And I'm going to, I'm just going to throw a whole bunch of homework at our listeners as far as listening, (laughs) other episodes to listen to, because we also cover a quarterly plan 
in episode number three, actually putting together a plan for what you're going to achieve. We actually have a free download with that episode as well. So if you visit pjscpas.com forward slash three, you can get that download for free as well. Okay, awesome. All right. So then we're kind of, so now we've gone through the looking at what's occurred versus what we expected, what our results were, and then discussing the issues. And now we're looking at going into our proactive phase, looking ahead. So what are our Q2 goals, Q2 budgets, Q2 rocks that we're going to accomplish? Because your rocks from your key issues list, those may be rocks that are, maybe we can't resolve them in three months. They may be longer term. So, you know, we will have them at a higher level, but then breaking down to this next quarter, what is it we're trying to accomplish as a company and as each individual on the leadership team? um, And then that can roll down to each team underneath as well as you go, but that's what we're doing. So being proactive so that we're looking forward into what we're trying to do in this next quarter. Perfect. And then moving from quarterly to, okay, what are we going to do to actually start chipping away at these? How do you suggest moving towards that? Yeah. So from the quarterly rock itself into maybe actionable steps, is that your yeah. question, Megan? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely think that that, and that's going to be a little bit dependent on the structure of your business. You know, how many, uh, how many people that you have, how many departments do you have? Maybe you have certain teams handling certain things. So, you know, each each leadership person has their rock that they're responsible for. And then they need to take that rock and break it down into a task list, hopefully that they're delegating out as much as possible. They're going to be the main control function for that rock. They are the primary responsibility. We have to have that responsibility, accountability in place. But that doesn't necessarily mean that they're the ones performing all the tasks in order to accomplish that rock. Um, They're overseeing it. So they may take that back to their team that they work with and maybe it's in their department again depends on how your business is structured but they will have hopefully a quarterly meeting with their department say here's the things that we're looking to accomplish and then they further break those tasks down to individuals in their department and they monitor those you know during the quarter make sure things are getting accomplished to the next level so you know likely that's broken down monthly or something along those lines into certain tasks that need to be accomplished each month or each week, depending on how frequently it needs to be revisited and how big of an issue task it is at hand. Um, But that's how I would proceed with that. Okay. And your VCFO, CPA, tax advisor should be involved in this entire quarterly meeting every quarter. I want to clarify that. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's an integral part of of any business. It's a strategic meeting, just like the annual meeting is. And it's very important to have that individual involved in, you know, the decisions that are going on and the discussion that is going on. And obviously, they're going to lend a lot of their experience and expertise to the discussion, which can be invaluable as well to the company. But it really keeps that person, you know, integrated in the business in the loop as to what's going on because it's they really need to be able to properly advise the leadership team and the owners you know based on that knowledge if if they're kept in the dark if they're not integrated into these meetings they're going to definitely not be able to provide that same level of response the same level of advice that they could if they're involved in those meetings so i think it's very Highly recommended, really required for what we do 
to be for us to be involved in those meetings. Perfect. All right. And so as you all know, you know, if you've been listening to our podcast for any length of time, you know, we're big fans of Traction by Gino Wickman. Um, check out that book if you haven't read it. It's a great resource. And EOS, the Entrepreneurial Operating System. And so we're going to be focusing on that in the next few episodes here coming up so that you have even more tools. If you haven't read it, you know, we want to give you some quick tips on how you can start integrating some of the things that have helped our own business as well as our clients. So keep an eye out for those episodes coming up. And we also want to mention that we are running a giveaway actually right now. If you leave us a review on the podcast and on any app that you listen on, uh, you'll be entered into a giveaway to win a copy of the book Traction. So we will be looking for those reviews. And then if you can send us a screenshot and email it to info at pjscpas.com, we will enter you into that uh, drawing and we will email you if you are a winner. So go ahead and rate and review and then send us that screenshot so that we can enter you into the giveaway. Before we wrap up with today's episode, do you have any final thoughts, Katina? Yes, I do. Thanks for asking, Megan. So again, you know, we want to make sure we keep that uh, accountability going throughout the quarter, um, not just, you know, at the end of the quarter. So we want to be having those uh, weekly meetings with our leadership, being accountable with each other as we go, you know, having, having these weekly meetings, having these quarterly meetings, having these, you know, annual meetings may seem like just a lot of meetings and it may seem kind of annoying, but it really pushes you to the next level in your business and it really will pay you back dividends. (laughs) So, so really stick with it, really do it, get it on the calendar. It may seem like, oh, there's nothing to talk about. Everything's going great, but you'll be surprised when you have that meeting, things come up, Things will will need to be discussed. Things will need to be handled, and it will just make your business that much better. So, remember the discussion maybe that we had a while back on the E Myth book, another book that we really like, mm-hmm. um, where he talks about owner versus technician. This is really the working on your business part, and so this is definitely the part that when you're working on your business, you're improving your business, and it's going to get that business the growth that you're looking for. Perfect. Well, thanks so much for joining us today and walking through what that should look like if you haven't ever done that with a a VCFO or um, even within your own organization before. I think that's a really helpful tool that can help propel your business forward. So we look forward to speaking with you next time. Keep that momentum going and we'll see you next time. This has been another episode of the Cultivating Business Growth Podcast. If you found this episode helpful, please subscribe, rate, and review. Gain access to additional free resources and learning opportunities by visiting pjscpas.com forward slash podcast.